Let us pray. May only God's word be spoken, and may only God's word be heard. Amen. Please be seated. Now large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not hate. Really, Jesus? Really? I love my parents. I love my spouse. I love my children. I love my siblings. I love them so much I went to the coast this week for four whole days. And we had a great time because we love each other. I, I struggle with this. I struggle with this because I have this deep love for my family. And it's within that context of that love of my family that I learned about Jesus. And I learned about the love of God. It's in that love of family that I found what love is. This gospel reading today is an excellent example about how the, the, the idea of a so-called plain meaning of Scripture is really not possible. The idea of literalism really doesn't work out in the end. Proof text seems not a good way to engage with Scripture. Because the plain meaning of these words, to hate your parents, your spouse, your children, your siblings, is counter to everything else we know about Jesus. At the core of Jesus' message is to love. He summed it up when asked what the greatest commandment is. He says, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the law and the prophets. It's a message he repeated time and again. And it is something he embodied in his actions, in his compassion, in his healing, in his care, in his feeding, and in his going to the cross. When asked what it's all about, he says, there's no greater love than this and to lay down one's life for one's friends. The cross is all about the love of Jesus for us. And we know that not just the words of Jesus and the actions of Jesus point to this love, but we know the earliest disciples understood that love was the center of Jesus' message. We hear a bit of that in the reading from Paul today to Onesimus when he talks about trying to appeal to him in love because he knows that love is the center of their faith. We hear it also in that beautiful reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I did a wedding yesterday, so I got to hear it again. You know, if you have faith that can move mountains, but you don't love, it's worthless. If you can prophesy and speak in tongues, but you don't have love, you're just a noisy symbol. You're a clanging gong. And God gives us three great gifts that are more important than all the others, faith, hope, and love. And among those three, the greatest of them is love. Paul very much understood that love had primacy, that love was the center of the gospel and the gospel message. Other disciples had the same idea, First John, Chapter 4, you know this, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. Love, when we look at the fullness of Scripture, we know that love is the message. So what do we make of Jesus on his face saying to hate anyone? 
let alone your family. Let's take a step back from this reading for a moment. Let's kind of look at it in its, its bigger context here. Jesus right now at this moment in time is moving towards Jerusalem where he's going to be uh, crucified. He knows that. He's talking about it. No one else seems to understand what he's talking about, but he's talking about it. And he is also, as he goes towards Jerusalem, he is teaching. He is healing. He is acting in love. And he's getting pushback. He doesn't get very much pushback for the words about love. People love words about love. It's usually when he tries to take actions in love like when he tries to heal somebody on the Sabbath, and he gets that pushback to that. And he has a moment, a couple chapters back, where he says that this message that he has brought might even create division among people. It might even put parent against child and child against parent. And that's where I think this passage today is coming in. I think it's in that context that this message of love might create this division, and you might find that very resistance coming in from your family. And in those cases, you have to choose the gospel. You have to choose love over hatred. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, a little paradoxical there, right? These words about hating actually are trying to pull you back into that very love that is the center, the core of Jesus' message. Because acts of love get pushback because sometimes love demands things of people that they don't want to do. Sometimes it requires us to give something up in order someone else to have. And sometimes those of us who have don't want to do that. Sometimes acts of love require us to be there for somebody when we'd rather not. Sometimes it asks us to be uncomfortable when we'd rather just be comfortable. And so Jesus is saying that if someone is not on board with these acts of love, with this gospel message, you need to keep your eyes focused on that love. And family is such a critical part here because, you know, those family ties are strong. They're even strong today. But in the first century in Palestine, this was very strong, these family ties. And it seemed like nothing was more important. And Jesus is saying, actually, there are things that are more important. That love of God, that love of neighbor, that actually is more important. When your family gets in the way, you've got to keep moving forward. These words of Jesus are so strange to me when I first hear them because my family is a place of love, a place where I learned about God's love. It's a place where I experience God's love. And so these words of the gospel to hate my family aren't really good news on their face. But for someone who comes from an abusive family, someone who comes from a place where there is not that love, these words may just be balm to know that they do not have to prioritize that family over that love, that the family ties are not more important. And when we find ourselves in those environments of abuse, hatred, environments without love, sometimes we actually have to separate ourselves from them for a while in order to keep ourselves focused on that love and to not fall into that hatred. We see more of this message here in the end when Jesus talks about giving up possessions. It's the same kind of thing. 
those things that draw us away from the love of God, we need to pull ourselves away from so that we can stay focused on that love. It's not to actually hate your family. It's in a very odd way to love them, to show them that love has the priority over everything. With the hope, the ultimate goal, the ultimate desire of Jesus for that reconciliation, which is another act of love, is held out there. But we always have to stay focused on that love. And so, my friends in Christ, remember to love. Remember to love. Stay focused on that love. And when its demands are too much, remember that God's love will carry you forward. Notice he says that those who cannot carry their cross cannot be my disciple. Do you remember what happened to the disciples? <laughs> They couldn't carry that cross. They abandoned Jesus. And yet his love was strong enough for them. Amen.